I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today, we are finally talking about Eddie Maine. The 90s were so good. They were so good. And, you know, this is when you and I both started rewatching it. So I think we've talked about this before that, you know, we remember some things and then we don't remember other things. And doing this research, I'm like, oh, that's right. That was happening at the same time. So this was fun, 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 fun. Uh, so recently, I guess, if you are listening to this at any time in the future, as of July 2023, Ned has recently conked his head fell into the pool of the Metro Court, woke up thinking that he's Eddie Main. However, the personality that we're getting out of Eddie Main is not, not the same. Not Eddie Main. He was looser. He was fun. He was sexy. You know, all the good stuff. So we have a lot of sources. Um, General Hospital fandom, multiple characters, profiles. TheList.com, how Ned Ashton became Eddie Main. Curly Q Girl recaps. Uh, SoapCentral.com recaps. Soaps and Death article, What Happened to Ned on General Hospital, and a whole lot of YouTube. <laughs> whole lot. So just a little backstory for this time period. It was 1993, very end of 93, but there was a lot of stress happening in Ned's life. He and Jenny, Julia, Julia. had just broken up a few months before. You know, Edward's on him. Julia, be... Brenda's older sister. Yes, 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 yes. Um Ned's being pressured by Edward to, you know, be more involved, take over the positions at ELQ and everything, which you will, you already know. It goes back and forth with that thought. And, um, oh, Edward had also made Ned and AJ partners in the Port Charles Hotel. Mm -hmm. So why isn't Olivia talking to Ned about his experience in running the hotel? 
that never comes up. Never comes up. Never comes up. And at the same time, there was the whole storyline with Damian Smith, and he was trying to get the incinerator built. I forget why we did talk about that in something. It, it, we've done a lot of 411s around this whole thing, and I know that Damien was involved. I want to say it was possibly during the Dominique stuff, because that's when Lucy and Damien were, or was it during Alan, maybe? Because Damien was seducing Lucy, but then there's a whole other... There's We've talked about something about this before. <laughs> It'll come up again, yes. Right. And then Catherine Bell was hired to build up on the PR of the incinerator project, basically to give it a good light in the community. And the very beginning of Eddie Main is pretty much the start of Lois and Ned. So there really was no way around that, but I tried to pull out as much and just stick with Eddie as much as possible yep. once it was able to happen. So leading up to December, on November 1st, Ned invited Brenda to see him come sing at a karaoke bar and I think that this is when he's saying Elvis's little sister. That makes sense. Because he, I don't know why Brenda lived with them. Do you remember why Brenda was living with them? I think just, I don't. She just I, had I nowhere was, else I to think go that or was something? It. Yeah. Because Brenda was living in the Quartermain house. She was not dating Jason. She was flirty with AJ, but mad that he was not reciprocating her feelings. He was like playing it. They were both playing a game. Mm-hmm. And... Then she started being cute and flirty with Ned, and Ned was like, I mean, I'll entertain you, like, we're friendly, but you're a baby, and I'm not, so we'll just be friends because you are Julia's younger sister. All it says is, according to SoapCentral.com, Julia threatened to withhold Brenda's trust fund, so Brenda agreed to finish school. Later, Brenda decided to move in with her crush, Jagger. However, things didn't work out with Jagger because he was in love with Karen Wexler. Yes, he was. After Julia left town, Brenda moved in with the Quartermains. Uh, I just didn't know. So without having like the whole full. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I guess that's it. Maybe just because she didn't have anyone else left. That's a good question. That makes sense. But this also speaks to the kind of budget that we had back in the 90s because they sang Elvis. Yeah. We also have at least two songs by the Beatles. And I believe the Rolling Stones are at some point. Whole lot of mm-hmm. whole lot of money coming in back then. Absolutely. So we get started December fifteenth, nineteen ninety three. We see Ned at the bar at a bar in Buffalo, and he is there checking out a new hotel. And we see a woman on stage getting ready for the band, like she's getting the stage ready for the band. And Ned chats with the bartender and lies and says that he's a pharmaceutical salesman. The woman joins him at the bar. And they banter over what actually constitute, constitutes as good music. And they make introductions. He says, I'm Eddie Main from Rochester. She says that she is Lois Sorello from Bensonhurst. And this was Rena Sofer's first appearance as Lois. They continue to talk. She shares more about her background and her thing for long nails and her aptitude for numbers and knowing good music to manage. What was going on during this time period? There were so many interruptions. I meant to actually kind of keep track of it, but I decided not to because once I finally realized there were so many times. So this right now says an ABC news brief interruption about a minute is missing. Cause I got this from Curly Q girl who does the videos. Yeah. Multiple times. There's, do you remember when it started late? Yes. So you would turn it on at three, but there was a news brief going on and it would be seven minutes in and guys, they did not start at the beginning. Nope. It was and now back to your regularly right. scheduled program. So whatever happened in those first seven minutes, 
happened gone and they're forever. gone. They're gone. So after missing, after hearing her band, the Idol Rich, which is actually Wally Kurth's real life band, Eddie says that they stink. And Lois challenges him to do better, and he performs The Seventh Son, which was Wally's first performance as Eddie Main. He wows Lois, and she wants to manage him. He says, no thank you, but later back in his room, there's someone at the door. Lois has come to change his mind in any way that she can. Lois wants Ned to see the incredible opportunity that has landed at his feet. She is not leaving his hotel room until he agrees to join the Idle Rich. He can continue his day job and sing with the band at night. Lois convinced eddie ned to sing a set with idol rich and they hit the stage again and then the next day they woke up in bed together ned agrees to give lois three weeks to book some gigs and see what happens and lois was very quickly able to book two gigs before the end of the following week and then when ned arrived for the first gig lois was really excited and she gave him a gift and it was the leather pants oh yeah and later that night Lois wants to know everything about Eddie, and he makes up a really sad story about his childhood that I want to share. Again, we don't own the rights, and possibly at some time soon they're going to be taking this down anyway, so it's <laughs> what I think. Well, everybody's got a story, so what's yours? It's boring. I told you, I'm a pharmaceutical salesman. I live in Rochester. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I know life. all of this stuff. I know all of this stuff, okay? But I'm talking about the important stuff, you know? The events that shaped your psyche. The fundamentals. <laughs> God is in the details, Eddie. And that's more true about people than it is the work of art. Of course, people are a work of art, as we all know. But, you know, I want to hear the good stuff, you know? Like, uh... Like what you were like when you were a kid. I want to hear about the tree fort you made in your backyard. The name of your dog. And now you got that scar on your left knee, you know? First time you held hands with a girl, you know? Sort of thing. Hmm? You really want to know? Hmm. Okay, I'll tell you. I was raised by my mother and my grandfather. And they were both pretty incredible. We didn't really have very much money, but they were very giving, very, very loving. And they really uh, spent a lot of time with me. They really did. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Doing what? Oh, you know, things. <laughs> things. Oh, hell, hey. Don't get too specific on me, all right? Okay, okay. Well, my grandfather, he, um... He used to take me fishing. And my mother, she would, um... She'd, uh... She was, she was very good at games. Yeah? Board games. Cards. When I was five years old, she taught me how to play chess. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Nope. Just me. So were they musical? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My grandfather uh, is a jazz guitarist. And my mother, great singer. She, uh, she sings in the uh, church choir. <gasps> <laughs> 
soprano section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she plays the piano. And, and every once in a while, uh, we'll all get together and jam. My grandfather, he'll play the guitar. And uh, Mom and I will just uh, sit around and harmonize. Hey, you okay? Fine. You know, when I uh, first got in the band... Yeah? My mother was our roadie. No, you're kidding me. <laughs> no, it's incredible. She used... She was so into the band. She used to drive us to our gigs, help us set up. She'd even do the sound. <laughs> no. It was great. My God, that does that. Sounds great. Yeah. Hey, you remember that guy I told you about, Danny Zacharowitz? His parents hated his music so much, Danny had to lie every time he had a gig. Wow. Actually, you know, there was a, uh, there was a guy in our band, actually, who had parents like that. It was really, according to his parents, the music was just a, uh, a waste of time because uh, there was no money to be made in that. It was really sad because he was good. Why did you give it up? Well, I had to support myself. You could have done that with your music. Yeah. Well, I guess I just uh, wasn't brave enough to take the chance. Hmm. That was just, like, heartbreaking. Yes. Because, so, you know, Tracy's like, Eddie Main is this life that he thought, this is Tracy now is he thought he could be a rocker and roller. No, he really just wanted a simple family to come from. Yeah. One that played board games and went fishing and had no money and or little money. We do know that Tracy plays backgammon because she plays with Finn. Yes. But but when he said she's good at games, I think he meant like the board room, not the board right, right. games. Yep. But I mean that was just heartbreaking to to watch and she's loving it. Oh, every bit of it. Just eating it up. Yeah. So then, I think it was the following week. Again, they wake up together. And Ned tells her that he will be taking the day off from peddling cough drops so they can spend more time together. And then on New Year's Eve, Lois introduces Eddie Main and the Idol Rich, who play that night at the hotel in Buffalo. The band begins with, a, with The Girl Won't Be Lonely Tonight. And then they sing The Seventh Son. Ned kisses Lois and continues flirting with her until he has to leave to join the band and begin the countdown to midnight as 1993 goes out and they ring in 1994. And then January 5th, Ned comes in late and Lois yells at him. She tells him that the band is her life and she won't and she won't get left behind. Ned tells her that he's having fun with the band and with her, so he's not leaving her. The next day in Port Charles, Ned comes in and waits at a table for Catherine, but as he waits, he calls Lois, wishing he was there with her, and they discuss things for the band. 
And then on the 11th, Brenda answers Ned's cell phone for a call from Lois. And Brenda tells her that this is Ned's phone and she has no idea who is Eddie. And she asks uh, Ned, what is a Lois? Well, she asked Lois. She was like, what's your, she goes, who's this? And she goes, Lois. She goes, what's a Lois? And just knowing what best friends they become. Yeah. It was just so funny because, yeah. Yeah. But Brenda dug his cell phone out of his briefcase. Like, it just shows right. how she was like, I'll do whatever I want. Like, she was kind of a brat. Yeah. It'll just, like, whatever happens, happens. His phone, that's fine. Yep. Like, I would never do that. Especially where, well, and, and this is back in the day where it was the fold-up mobile phone, but it was obviously his work phone. Right. So it's not... And I don't know, he if was, I heard your phone ringing two or three times and you weren't here, I would flip it over and see who it was. Right. But I'm not going to go answering your phone. No. And he was on the hotel um, lounge phone. Yes. Taking a business call. So From that's Edward. why he wasn't there. Yeah. Is that when Edward told him that Damien Smith's dad was Frank Smith? I don't know if it was that scene or the next one. It happened okay. right along those yeah. same times. Yeah. So the next week, Ned tries to smooth things over with Lois and he manages to get her to meet him at the hotel lounge in Rochester. He lies to Lois, telling her that Brenda is the daughter of a business associate of his, and that there's nothing between them. Lois lets him off the hook this time. She's still kind of suspicious, though. I, that makes yeah. it sound like she's like, oh, it's fine. She was not, oh, it's fine. Mm-mm. Lois books the Idol Rich on an audition for a record deal, but Ned says that he's not interested in recording a demo tape. And it was legit a tape. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Lois talks him into it, the Idol Rich audition for the record executive, and he is interested. Lois is ticked when Ned steps into negotiations for the deal, and the Idol Rich get their record deal. Edward tells Ned that he is giving serious consideration to replacing him as CEO of ELQ, and Ned assures him that he does not have the votes to replace him. And then Ned lies to Brenda that he and Lois are only business. And Lois was really mad because she started negotiating with that guy at like 30% or something insane. Well, mm-hmm. he started at 50 and she got him down to 30. And then Eddie slash Ned jumps in and is like, no, we'll give you 5%, blah, blah, blah. And I think they finally settled on 7%. Yeah. He's not doing a good job of stepping back as the businessman. No, no, not at all. And that's not something a pharmaceutical rep would right. typically. Exactly. She's just, like, what do you know I mean, about negotiations? I mean, of course you negotiate contracts and stuff like that, but. Not record deals. No. <laughs> and then the next week, lots of Ned in Port Charles dealing with ELQ business. On the 26th, Lois is not amused when Ned is late for a recording session with the Idol Rich. His mobile phone rings during the best take of the session, and she flips out on him. He says that they can get back in the groove, she calms down, and they finish the recording. And she yelled at him saying, yeah, these other guys, they also have other jobs, and they're still here. Yes, exactly. And all of the ELQ business was this back and forth with Damien and Catherine of wanting the incinerator project to go through. And this was really hard to just keep on. No, what is Ned doing? So yes, anytime that Port Charles and ELQ is mentioned, that's what's happening in the background. We would be here forever. Or yeah, if we put in all the ELQ stuff too. Mm-hmm. This is strictly as much Eddie as we can get. Yes. So then Lois is ready for a massive publicity. Lois is ready to start some massive publicity for the Idol Rich's new record before it hits the stores. Ned has to skip out on the re-recording of the session and of one of the songs because he has dinner plans with Catherine. I don't know at what point we're going to talk about that. 
Ugh. Ugh. Side note, this is when Lucky got Foster. <laughs> so we're going to have a little bit of like Foster and Annabelle sprinkled in because that was just adorable. It was adorable. But that was one of those things I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is when we got Foster. So then we see Ned having dinner with Catherine in Port Charles. And she says that, you know, she's switching sides. For, there's no way that she's switching sides. At the same time, Lois is booking the looking to book the Idle Rich at the Port Charles Hotel and decides to go down there in person. Ned sees her come into the Port Charles Grill with AJ, and he has to hightail it out there before she sees him. Lois sees Ned, though, in the hotel lobby, and she tells him that she is trying to book the band into the hotel. AJ books the Idle Rich, and Ned tells Lois that there is no way he can play there, but she will not take no for an answer. Ned tells AJ that booking the Idle Rich into the grill was a mistake. Edward then learns that AJ booked a rock band in the hotel and nixes it to Ned's relief. Then Ned and Lois are in the shower, and they are interrupted by Lois's mother. So this is probably would have been back in Buffalo. <laughs> yep. This is how Ned meets Lois's mom. And this is, we do hear Brooklyn refer to Grandma Gloria. Mm -hmm. That's Gloria. She's less than thrilled that Lois is dating another musician. Also, she is portrayed by Ellen Travolta, which is John Travolta's sister. Gloria wants to know all about Ned's family. And Ned really charms her. Lois tells Gloria that she is serious about him, but she's not ready to say I love you yet. And then the following week is when they actually do the photo shoot for the cover of the Idol Rich album. Ned is very adamant. He does not want his face on the cover. And Ned tells Lois he loves her, but she is very reluctant to say that she loves him back. Ned then goes to dinner in Brooklyn with all of Lois's family. So this is where we are missing some people because Lois calls her mom because she invited him to dinner. And then she calls her mom and is like, hey, by the way, you invited Ned to dinner. And I guess Mark is there, but that's one of her brothers. She mentions him a couple times. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn never mentions Uncle Mark. Then there's a sister that was on vacation at the time. Mm -hmm. Chuck is gone. Mm -hmm. And then there was a whole mess of other people. I was not writing them all down. However, Ned had to quickly cover because her cousin Gerald recognized him as Ned Ashton, said that, Oh, I saw him in some, like, the Wall Street Journal or some financial paper, and Ned is very, hmm, that's not me. I, I don't even know how to read. He didn't say, I don't know how to read, but he was very much like, that's not my scene or anything like that. And then they start talking about baseball, and Ned upsets them all by saying he's a Yankees fan. <laughs> but it was really, really sweet to see him coming in. Everyone accepted Eddie. Yes. So, is there anything else? Oh, he even lied more when his mom was asking, when her mom was asking him about his family. He said, my mom loved Elvis and even went to Woodstock and she always wanted to be a music manager and she was, she just loves having fun. Mm -hmm. The exact opposite of Tracy. Yeah. Then Lois has a dream about how successful the Idol Rich will be and she comes in and like dumps this big bag on Gloria's counter with you know, jewels and tons of jewelry and super expensive things. Gloria thinks this isn't her dream. Gloria thinks that Lois should accept that Ned is accept Eddie as a salesman and try not to change him. Lois calls. Should we be saying Eddie or Ned? I guess. I feel like right now we should Eddie, be saying Eddie because okay. that's who Lois is calling. Correct. So Lois calls. Oh, that was fun to try to search for words too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So I, I just stuck with Ned. Yep. Lois calls. Eddie with the news that the Idol Rich's new CD is printed and ready for the stores. He sees the cover and is upset that some of his face is noticeable. 
Lois tells him that people will be getting to know the real Eddie Main soon, and he better get used to it. And then Lois presses him to meet some of his family. Eddie then buys, no, Ned then buys all the Idle Rich CDs at the local store. Brenda is able to get her hands on the last remaining copy because it was in the display. And then Ned walks in on Brenda playing her new Idle Rich album in the Quartermain Den, and he secretly steals it. Well, he stole her copy before he went and bought it. I know. She, she bought the CD like the week that it dropped. Yep. And then he went and cleared the shelves and she was like, That's when I she just bought this CD and it went nope. missing. That No, she bought, the, she got the last copy. It happened twice. He bought all the CDs first and then Brenda got the only copy left and then he, he buys them again next week. Yeah, she got the only one the first week. Right, but he had already wiped right, out. That's right. why she there was only the one. see him then, yes. Right. But then the next week when she's at the record store is when? There's a whole paragraph about it. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought that's what that was referring to. No, Sorry. That's, that's what it. I'm saying. It's, All right. It's the it's next the week. It's the next week. Okay. So I guess I'll go there. March 3rd <laughs> through the 9th, Lois speaks with Mac and books the Idle Rich for a gig at the Outback. Lois is planning a road trip tour for the Idle Rich to include Port Charles. Oh, real quick, back to the when he was talking to Brenda about the Idle Rich, though, he picked up the CD cover and he's like, How do you think I would look in a pair of pants like that? <laughs> and she's like, mm, Not sure. <laughs> Ned tries to convince her that Port Charles is not a rock and roll type town. He learns that Lois booked him at the Outback. He tells her there is no way he can play there as Port Charles is his base of operations for his day job. Ned has a bad dream about performing in front of everyone in Port Charles, and Lois refuses to cancel the Outback gig. He dreamt that he was in a towel on stage, and the band didn't know how to play anything, or he didn't know the words, and they're like, what are you talking about? It's Baba Black Sheep. <laughs> and so he stood up there singing Baba Black Sheep. And then here's where I was at the following yes. week. So Brenda finds Ned at the record store buying more copies of the Idle Riches CD. She pegs Ned for the lead singer of the band. At the Outback, Ned tells Brenda the whole story about how he got to be the lead singer of the Idle Rich, and Brenda meets Miguel. Brenda plans on holding the fact that she knows who Eddie Main is over Ned's head for a while, and Brenda clues the cues in on the Idle Rich playing at the Outback soon. After Ned starts... Complaining again about the Port Charles gig, Lois wants to know if Ned is in or out when it comes to the band, and he agrees to play the Port Charles gig. And the way that he was buying the record store copies, the way that he was buying the CDs, he had the baseball cap on and the jacket, like mm -hmm. he was trying to hide who he was. Yeah, and he's like, I'm playing hooky, Brenda, that's why I'm in disguise. And then she looked at it and she was like, nice leather pants, and nope, I see, yep. this is you. Yep. That was the mistake he made, though, was by having the hat on. Yes. Because it gave the same perception of his face. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. And then the following week, Brenda asks Ned how he finds the energy to live a double life with both Lois and Catherine. Brenda wants Ned to invite her to his next Eddie Main gig. I guess this is when we have to address it, that because of the ELQ stuff, Ned is also romancing Catherine. So. The scrapbook says something. The scrapbook says... So Ned was still trying to win Catherine's ELQ votes, and Catherine was trying to win him. She saw Ned kissing Brenda's friend Lois and decided that she had to act fast. When Catherine proposed to Ned, he turned her down, but she wasn't taking no for an answer. 
Having overheard a conversation between Allen and AJ about the stolen evidence incriminating Allen and the death of Ray Conway, Catherine stole it from AJ's office, and then Catherine went to Edward and told him in order to keep his grandson out of jail, that, or to keep his son out of jail, that he would get his grandson, Ned, to marry her. And so that is how the relationship um, went on. The Quartermains forced Ned to marry Catherine, and then we'll get into more Lois, I'm yeah. sure, from your side. I don't want to spoil it. Well, because they're not married yet, though. Right. right Marriage right. is, like, ways away. But basically, that's what's happening in the background. That's the intentions, yes. Yes. At this point, they're still... I don't think they had, like, I don't think they had even kissed yet? Because something happens. I can't remember if I put it in there or not. Okay. We'll see. So Lois introduces Ned to cold pasta for breakfast. Okay, and Olivia just brought him cold ravioli for dessert. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that Olivia does that uh, Lois did. Mm-hmm. But Jason is glorious. Right, they all came from the same neighborhood. Yeah. Later she tells Ned she is hurt, that he will not share his whole life with her, and Lois wants him to bring one of his family members to the next next gig in Rochester. Ned agrees to bring his little sister, air quotes. Ned and Brenda head to Rochester. Ned wants to make sure Brenda has his story straight and does not blow his cover. Brenda knows his story. You're Eddie Main, work as a salesman for a pharmaceutical company. You were brought up in a loving, simple little family by your doting mother and adoring grandfather. I'm a friend of the family's daughter who's also a business associate of Eddie's and she looks up to you, I look up to you like a big brother. Brenda wants to know if Ned is so in love with Lois, why he's spending time with Gath- Catherine. Brenda meets Lois and they hit it off because they're like around the same age. Mm-hmm. Lois asks She's Brenda. She's a little younger because we found out that Lois was just 21 when they first met. And right. then Ned, so she would try to blackmail him with champagne and lobster to keep his secret. Mm-hmm. And he said that she was underage. Yes. So they're probably 2021. 20, Isn't that crazy? They were like 2021. 20, they were actually being played by 25 year olds. I feel like we've gotten better at aging people yes. at their actual age when they're teenagers now. Right. Because we definitely grew up thinking that Dylan McKay was what you got in high school. Oh, yeah. It was so and he disappointing. Was <laughs> <laughs> he was in his 30s. I think he was, I think he was near 30. But we're yeah. on 90210 right now. <laughs> but Andrea was the oldest one of them. I like know. the actress. Yes. What the heck is Gabrielle? Gorges. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, which Vanessa Marcel was also on, and now we're back to GH. Cool. There you go. So Brenda insists to Lois that Ned is not involved with another woman. Lois tells Brenda that she is having a hard time going from lust to trust with Ned when he doesn't complete when she doesn't completely know him. Brenda tells Ned that this is way deeper than he knows, and Ned performs, and Brenda sees her first Eddie Main show. After his performance, Brenda tells Ned he is too good a performer to be living a double life. Lois, Lois, neither of us can read today. Oh my God. I know. Lois fishes around about where Eddie slash Ned hangs his hat. She learns that he lives at the Port Charles Hotel. Brenda and Ned arrive back in Port Charles and Catherine wants to take Ned on a ski weekend. Teed off. (laughs) I'm like, what? Brenda is teed off when Ned, Ned accepts. So Lois is looking for Eddie and she tells Brenda that she knows that he lives in Port Charles and does business there and asks her how risky it is for Ned to play the Outback. Brenda invites Lois to Karen and Jagger's wedding because that wasn't weird at all. And Lois checks in at the Outback and meets Miguel. Brenda invites Lois back to the Quartermain mansion. (sighs) 
So while Ned is away with Catherine, Ugh. and this is the part that makes me the most mad because he is intimate with Catherine. Yes, he is. Mm, that's just gross. It is. It's so gross. I agree. But he's thinking of Lois. So is that okay? No. no. Anyway, Brenda takes Lois back to the mansion and she meets all the quartermains. And there's a picture of Ned right behind Tracy, but Lois picks up the picture of Tracy and says, she looks so familiar. I feel like I know her. And I think mm -hmm. it's to allude to the fact that, yeah, you know her son. Right. So Brenda grabs the picture of Ned, hides it, and then both the girls, AJ and Jason, and this is Jason Quartermain, get in the hot tub. AJ puts the moves on Lois, and then Lois saw the photo of Ned in the den. Brenda covers by saying, you know, I think of Ned as my older brother, and I have no family, so I have a picture of him. I have a picture of my sister coming. It's just out being framed. Was that a thing? Is that is that a price point that you get to where you have pictures out being framed? Because I just go to Walmart and grab a frame and stick the photo in when I remember to. Right. But, yeah. But then Brenda tells her that she has to be careful because AJ works at the hotel. Ned is furious when Brenda tells him that Lois was in town and she met the entire family. Ned thinks his cover is blown, but Brenda insists that she covered for him. Lois finally gets in touch with Eddie. Lila wants Edward to take her to see the idle rich because they had going back and forth bickering about how bad rock and roll is. And Lila's like, Edward, you need to expand your horizons and all the beautiful Edward and Lila conversations. So Ned tries to convince Edward and Lila that the concert's a bad idea. Brenda thinks she should, he should just come clean and play the gig. So then... Brenda wants to know how's he going to get out of playing Friday's show at the Outback. Lois calls Brenda frantic that she can't find Eddie. Brenda tries and fails to stop her from coming to the Port Charles Hotel and waiting for him. Lois checks into the hotel, but to AJ's delight. Lois checks into the Port Charles Hotel to AJ's delight. She bumps literally into Catherine in the lobby. Ooh. And Ned bounces between Lois and Catherine at the hotel. Yuck. AJ brings champagne to Lois's suite, and she has to hustle him out when Ned returns. Eddie returns. At the end of the night, Eddie winds up in Lois's bed. A very sullen Eddie tells Lois that he was very nervous about tomorrow night at the Outback. He tells her that he can't spend the day with her as he has business. She wants to make sure that he will be at the gig as promised. Brenda arrives to pick up Sonny for the Outback gig, and that was hard to stay on track with all that going mm -hmm. on, too. Lois learns that Miguel is a singer... And Brenda introduces Sonny to Lois, and it turns out that they know each other from Bensonhurst. Lois is worried as Eddie has still not arrived. The quartermains sit down for a front row seat for the Idol Rich's performance. Lois is sweating bullets that there's still no Eddie. Lois apologizes to Mac for Eddie's lateness. And this was the first time that Mac had booked music. Because mm -hmm. Felicia was like, oh, that's a great idea. Music in a bar. It's revolutionary. Yes. <laughs> Miguel offers to fill in for Eddie. He sang yesterday by the Beatles. Wow. Again, the budget that they had to do that. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Lois cannot believe that Miguel does not have a record deal. And again, Miguel, Ricky Martin. Mm. And he had long, wavy hair at the time. <sighs> Miguel is not interested in singing. He already has two jobs and is very happy with the thing, way things are. Lois gets a phone call from the Rochester emergency room about Eddie. She finds out that he has a serious case of laryngitis. She arrives at the hospital and confronts Eddie. She suspects that he is faking, gives him the cold shoulder, and goes back to Buffalo. He then 
Ned tells Brenda he really screwed up and as, as no way did Lois buy his laryngitis act. Brenda pushes him to see the truth, but Ned tells her that Lois fell in love with Eddie and not Ned. And I mean, that, that was a sweet scene with what we heard earlier. You know, he's confessing. That's not, she didn't fall in love with corporate me. She right. fell in love with the one that he wants to be. So Ned showed up at Lois's apartment with flowers and an apology. So then April 19th, Catherine drops in on Ned and interrupts a phone call with Lois. Ned gives Lois a bracelet from the Coney Island gift shop and they end up in bed together. Lois tells Eddie that she booked him a gig in Pennsylvania and her parents will be joining them. Ned tells Lois he lives in two separate worlds and the two worlds do not mix. He asks her not to rock the boat and Lois admits that two separate worlds confuse and hurt her. Catherine wants to know what the big attraction is for Ned in Buffalo. Catherine asks Ned about the other woman he is seeing. Lois tells her mother that she has a feeling that Eddie is not the man he appears to be. They decide to go shopping. Gloria picks out a dress for Lois for the trip to Pennsylvania, a white girly number. Lois hates it. Bobby and Tony arrive at a spa in Pennsylvania, as do Lois and Eddie. Lois's parents arrive at the spa, and Lois's dad has a few words for Ned for blowing off his little girl. Lois and Ned run into Bobby and Tony at the spa. And her dad was played by somebody famous, too. Like, you would always see him as, like, a wise guy. And yeah. I cannot remember his name at the time. Okay. Ned covers with Bobby and Tony. Tony offers to take them to dinner. Ned tells Lois that performing tonight will be a problem for him as Bobby and Tony are very well known in Port Charles. Ned plots with the spa manager to get Bobby and Tony away from his gig. Much to Ned's relief, Tony cancels on the Cirillos for dinner. The idle rich perform at the hotel. Lois's dad is still very leery about Eddie. Carmine doesn't think Eddie has the hunger for the music business and questions him about his commitment. Eddie tells Lois that Carmine is right. He is on the fence and should make a decision about his music and his future with Lois. No. And then Brenda calls Lois and tells her all about her evening with Sonny. And Lois tells Brenda she can't reform Sonny and she shouldn't even try. Ned almost comes clean with Lois. That was so hard to not Mm -hmm. get lost on because Lois really was becoming best friends with Brenda and is like, Hey, you need to watch out because Sonny has always been unattainable. Yeah. yeah. As a lovesick Brenda seeks solace in a box of chocolates, Ned admits how close he came to spilling the beans to Lois the night before. Meanwhile, in Buffalo, Lois triumphantly cements a deal guaranteed to shoot the idle rich up to the top of the charts. Promising that he'll set things right, Ned persuades Brenda to keep mum for a while longer. But when Brenda learns ELQ bought Deception, she rips into Ned for stealing her birthright. Ooh. Yeah. Lois arrives at the PC Grill and sees Ned and Catherine getting cozy. Catherine pegs Lois as Ned's other woman. Lois organizes a little dinner for Brenda and Sonny. Catherine tells Ned she does not mind that he is seeing her and Lois at the same time, which she should have an issue with, but okay. Edward warmly welcomes Lois back to the Quartermain Mansion, Brenda thinks that Lois should own her own record label. Ned walks in on Brenda and Lois playing with Annabelle in the Q's den. Ned has to cover when Edward walks in. Ned accuses Lois of being jealous of Catherine. Ned assures her she has no reason to feel threatened by Catherine. 
And then Lois tells Ned that the Idol Rich is playing in D.C. next month. Brenda wants Ned to finance her and Lois's record company, but he declines. Brenda hustles to line up investors for her new record label. And Edward loved Lois when he found out. Loved. Like, he loved her. Yes. How can you not love Lois? Right. So then Lois tells Ned that the record company is a go, and Lois calls Ned for reassurance that he loves her. Catherine sees Ned and Lois kissing. Lois brings Ned up to her place in Buffalo for a little more love in the afternoon. And after Lois presents him with a guitar, the guitar that he's yes, remembering. Exactly. That's exact you were you were on my page. Yes. I feel like that's why we do this show is because we are frequently <laughs> on. But that was my first thought. And yes. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. He remembered the guitar but doesn't remember the girl that gave it to him. Right. A delighted Ned expresses his gratitude gratitude both for the gift and the never wavering faith Lois has in him. So also back to when Ned was talking to Brenda about how she fell in love with Eddie Main. I wrote this down because he said that Lois just truly believes in him without any preconceived notions of who he is. That is very true. Oh, sweet. <sighs> okay. So then in June, Lois invites Sonny to see the Idol Rich in DC and in Port Charles, Edward is insisting that Ned marries Catherine after she blackmails Edward. Mm-mm. Yep. Ned learns from, Lo Eddie learns from Lois that Sonny is coming to the DC gig. Brenda finds a crabby Ned at the grill. Ned tells Brenda that if Sonny is at the DC gig, there will be no Eddie Main on stage. Ned asks Lee for some legal advice, and this is Lee Baldwin, Scott Baldwin's dad. I know, I love it. About marrying someone under an assumed name. Brenda tries to persuade Sonny not to come to D.C., but he insists on seeing it as it's his investment. Ned applies for a marriage license. He, he arrives in D.C. and asks Lois to wear the white dress that she bought with her mother, the one that she hated, mm -hmm. but still, as he wants to take her someplace special after the gig. Ned learns that Brenda did not stop Sonny from coming to D.C., and when they arrive at the hotel, Brenda is again teed. <laughs> Back in the 90s, we were teed. Teed, teed off, whatever. <laughs> Where did that even come from? I don't know. Okay. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Brenda is in her room, and in the closet is attached to Sonny's suit. Ned, I'm just going to take I think that whole thing. means sweet. The closet is Oh, attached. my gosh. The closet is attached. I, yes, I'm sorry. I'm reading this at an angle. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> um... So she's mad because her room is sharing yeah. a closet with Sonny's. There we go. Yes, there we go. We will get <laughs> this together. So Ned warns Brenda to keep Sonny away from the show, and he gets an attack of a horse throat. Brenda tries to distract Sonny with a seduction. Lois freaks out on Eddie, telling him that he has to sing No Excuses. Brenda calls with word that Sunday, Sonny will not catch the band this time, and Ned and Eddie makes a miraculous recovery. After the gig, Eddie takes Lois for a walk and he asks her to marry him. Eddie and Lois elope to Baltimore. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yes. So that was where I had stopped in the book. Um... The Quartermains forced Ned to marry Catherine, but first, Ned elopes with Lois and they honeymoon at Coney Island. Ned makes sure that she never learns his real name and that their wedding is not legal. I don't deserve you, but I sure do love you. Oh, Eddie! They kiss and kiss again. It says that he made sure their wedding was not legal? Right, which is not correct. No, it's not. Because he made sure that the, the wedding to wed- Catherine was not legal. Right, Exactly. No, the book that is mistaken. Been, yeah. Yeah, because he says he, he makes sure that the others is legal. Because we'll find out in a little while why. Yes. And then it goes on to ELQ stuff that I don't yeah. want to get into. So, June 24th in Port Charles, continuing plans for Ned and Catherine to marry. Lois and Brenda sign a contract with Sunny. And, That's for L&B. Yep. And Lois wants to celebrate her record contract with Eddie on Friday at the Outback, but he turns her down. And then Catherine sees Ned with Lois again. Mm-hmm. And then in July, Lois shows up at the Quartermain Mansion the day Ned and Catherine are getting married, but Brenda is able to get her to leave. A few days later in Buffalo, Brenda and Lois dish about Sonny and Eddie over candy bars and old movies. Ned makes his way to Lois's apartment after his honeymoon with Catherine. So gross. But then Foster showed up to the quartermaids looking for <laughs> Annabelle. Does that make it all okay? It does. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if I continued this, but then Annabelle wound up getting pregnant and like it was puppy watch for a little while. I don't know. I just thought it was the sweetest thing that they had the dogs involved in their own little romance and it drove Edward crazy and Lila's like, the puppies. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh and he would do anything for that woman oh yeah so then lila offers the gatehouse to lois as a base of her recording company and lois surprises eddie at the grill she tells him about the gatehouse being the record company's headquarters ned tries to get the quartermains to renege on their offer of the gatehouse to lois lois tells brenda about the gatehouse and that she will be living there too brenda reminds lois that she is changing the rules on Eddie by moving to Port Charles. Brenda and Ned go a few rounds on Ned's stupid choices, and Ned has an idea about how to get Lois not to move into the gatehouse. He tries to get Lois to stay away from Port Charles and suggests they buy a house in Brooklyn. Lois hates the idea. Brenda can't believe he expected Lois to give up her career and move back to Brooklyn. Over At the same time, though, okay, even though his motive was to get her away from Port Charles, right. he knew how much she loves her family. Yes. So I don't think that was not all malicious. It was like a 50-50 deal. It was, like, yeah. There he was really something... enjoyed being in a quote-unquote normal family's presence. Right. He really enjoyed right. that dinner and being around them. Mm-hmm. And, and the... Lois talked all the time about the neighborhood and right. how everyone in the neighborhood knew each other and would look out for each other. So it wasn't completely against what she might have wanted. Ned truly wanted to be Eddie. Yes. He wanted to live the Eddie lifestyle. Yes. 
So then over the next few weeks, there's a lot of Ned slash Eddie avoiding Lois and Catherine and not being caught by either of them. That was so hard to just weed through. Uh huh. <laughs> and then on August 10th, while on their second honeymoon, Lois, tri Lois tries to convince Ned that he'd be even happier if he committed to the music. He tells her that he doesn't foresee a time soon when he will be able to end his double life. And then Brenda stops Lois from having Eddie and Sonny meet at the Idol Rich recording session. Ned lays down tracks for the next Rich album. Brenda puts out another fire when AJ shows up at the gatehouse to see the great Eddie Maine. Ned has to explain when Lois finds a photo of him and Jenny in a closet, and Brenda slips up saying Jenny was married to Ned Ashton. Ooh. Lois confronts Ned about Jenny being his girlfriend and also Ned Ashton's wife. Ned has to cover. Ned is furious with Brenda for her slip-up, and Brenda tells Ned to be rid of Catherine before it's too late. Ned confides in her that he has a plan and has some goods on Catherine. Sonny grapes to Lois about not having met Eddie, and she snaps back about how badly he's been treating Miguel. And that's why it was also kind of funny how Sonny made it seem like he and Miguel were BFF. Yeah, You no. know, like, oh, he hasn't called me in a while. He's just, no. Mm -mm. Sonny and Miguel did not have a um, good relationship. No. <laughs> To put it mildly, but that's another story. That was in the book. It was so hard to I, just. It was in everything that I was roll over. That. Yep, and all the videos too. Yes. I had to fast forward through so much of that. Yep, just for time. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, those videos were really hard not to oh, get lost. They were into. so good. So Lois tells Ned that she wants to throw a dinner party for his friends and clients. Ned tries to talk her out of it but has to relent. Brenda warns Ned that Sonny is coming over, and Ned leaves. Brenda learns about Lois's party and later storms into the queues, yelling at Ned about how he could deceive Lois about the party. He tells her that he has hired actors to play business associates, and Ned visits a casting director in New York City. Ned interviews some prospects. He went all he in. did. He did. He tells Brenda about having the fake dinner party with the stand-in actors posing as his friends. He wants her to stand guard, but she refuses and storms out. Lois nears panic as she's preparing for the dinner party, and Brenda tries to calm her down. Ned and Lois's staged dinner party begins, and the arrival of the fake guests and things quickly go south, just as Ned planned. Lois promises never to meddle in his day job again. And then in September, Catherine wanted to drag Ned to a concert in the park, and he agreed, but only after making sure that Lois would be in the studio all day. But then Brenda and Sonny drop by the studio to persuade Lois to join them for the concert. Of course! Brenda pretends to be sick when she sees both Lois and Ned and Catherine, so that's not both, that's all, all of them. <laughs> show up in the pic at the picnic. Brenda freaks out when Lois tells them that everyone is going to meet her Eddie today. Jason and Keisha stop in at L&B to see Miguel. Ned has to cover when he walks in on them. And then Eddie dodges meeting Sonny. Lois arrives and she and Brenda pick a photo for Miguel's cover. Catherine tells Ned that she is sick of being a private wife. She wants a huge birthday party and he tries to convince her to have a small intimate party, but she will not hear of it. Ned asks Lois her feelings on birthdays. They talk about past ones. Catherine asks for Lila's opinion about how to how and where to celebrate her birthday. Lois tells Brenda she plans to use Eddie's full photo for the next album. Brenda tries to persuade her to use one that does not show his face. 
Eddie cancels with Lois, telling her he agreed to help some business clients by attending the city council meeting. Eddie nixes the photo. Lois sees Tiffany call her Eddie, Ned Ashton, on TV. Then Lois questions whether Brenda is on in on Eddie's scam. Brenda returns to the gatehouse and finds Lois acting strange. And Lois asks her about Ned Ashton and questions why they have never met him, giving Brenda plenty of opportunity to come clean with her alone. Lois breaks down. Lois goes to Tiffany to get another look at Ned from her newscast. Lois goes to the Quartermain Mansion to quiz Edward and Lila about Ned. And they told her, like, you've met him Mm -hmm. before. Uh, He saw the two of them together months before. Lois flashes back to when she slept over at the Quartermains. Lila gives her a brief history of the life of Ned. Later, Ned finds out from Lila that Lois left full of questions. Ned arrives at Eddie arrives at the gatehouse, but Lois does not drop the bomb on him yet. She looks sick as he rambles on about how much he loves her. He tries to get him. She tries to get him to tell her the truth. Lois arrives to see Catherine. Lois gets the skinny on when she and Ned got married and learns about the birthday party. Catherine invites her and Eddie. Lois wants a copy of her marriage certificate and orders a cake. Gloria then arrives to Port Charles to find out what is wrong with Lois as she has not heard from her. Lois tells her the truth about Eddie. Lois receives her special delivery, and Brenda knows what it is. Lois tells her... Brenda wants to know what it is. Brenda wants to know what it is. Lois tells her that it's personal. Brenda and Lois discuss the party. Lois tests Brenda by saying she's decided to go. Brenda tries to talk her out of going. Lois lets her off the hook and agrees not to go. Lois opens up her marriage license with the name Ned Ashton on it, and that's why their marriage was legal. He got married under his correct name. Yes. And he made sure that his marriage was legal. Yep. Because I'm guessing Lee said, mm, that's not going to work. Right. At Catherine's party, Ned is stunned when Lois jumps out of the cake and says, from one Mrs. Ashton to the other Mrs. Ashton, mm-hmm. Mrs. Ned Ashton. Lois whips out her marriage certificate and reveals Ned to be Eddie Maine. Ned tries to convince Lois that he loves her, but she tells him their whole life together has been a lie. She vows never to forgive him. Brenda tells Ned that Lois is gone and never wants to see either of them ever again. Brenda unloads on Ned, saying that he has ruined both of their lives. The Quartermains attack Ned, and Ned tells them the only one that lost the only one that lost in this situation was him. Ned tells him tells them all about Eddie Maine. He is proud of his music, and it's important to him. And then, as expected, Lois did not really respond very well to being lied to. Sonny questions whether Ned is going to honor his contract with LMB because he was right. Eddie. Ned tells him he intends to juggle both careers. And then Sonny and Luke discuss Ned. Luke's amused by Ned's antics, so Sonny says Sonny says he'll eventually get everything all smoothed out. Was there something different in the book it or just, to add? It just clarified that Tiffany Hill broadcast, because we talked about the incinerator, Tiffany Hill broadcast the fight to stop ELQ's toxic waste incinerator at a city council meeting. Edward insisted all the Quartermains attend to defend the plan, which he still hated. Lois glanced at the TV set. She saw the cameras pan across all the cues as she called them. She saw Catherine, the witch that Ned, the only cue she hadn't met, had married, and by Catherine's side, she saw Eddie. Nobody in the Quartermain family could stand Catherine after she hit Lila's dog, Annabelle, with a shoe. <gasps> Lila turned to Reginald, her butler, and sighed, will no one rid us of that accru- accursed sorry, creature? 
Catherine threw herself for the birthday party at the Outback and demanded that her new family celebrate with her. A giant cake was rolled out and Lois popped out of it. Happy birthday to Mrs. Ned Ashton from the other Mrs. Ned Ashton. That was it. Ned's double life was over. So were his two marriages. Ned had hired Mac to dig up some dirt on Catherine so he could divorce her safely. He learned that she was an embezzler and that she'd been Damien's lover for years. Now he could control her, but it was too late. and then i don't think it gets intent anything with them for a while ned told lois the entire truth about his deception and marriage to Catherine. she didn't want to have anything to do with him eddie was gone forever and she had no use for this ashton this nedley as she began calling him she wasn't going to forgive him it even took her a while to get over her anger at her business partner brenda So then Ned talks with Miguel about his double life. Miguel thinks that Lois will come around. Lois can't get past all the times Ned lied to her, and she wants to get even instead. Yeah. Ned takes Catherine's sports car and stages an accident with it. Lois learns that Ned has been in an accident, so, you know, he fakes an accident to get the attention of Lois. No. (laughs) She arrives at General Hospital. Steve tells her that Ned suffered a head injury. Lois tries not to hyperventilate, and that's an ongoing thing. She always hyperventilates. And Tony tells Lois that Ned is going to be fine. And once she learns that all he has is a minor contusion to his forehead, after running into the tree, she smells a rat. Lois goes open loop on Ned. (laughs) Brenda and Sonny have to tell Lois that Ned is game to hit the road as Eddie Main to promote his CD. Ned reports for work at the L&B Studios. Lois flips her lid. Ned tells Lois he is not to let personal feelings screw things up for LMB and the idle rich. She starts whipping his CD at his head <laughs> and other body parts. Brenda and Sonny have to save him. Lois agrees to promote the idle rich with several conditions. I love Lois. I know. I love Lois. So October 28th, Lois has prepared a very serious and long on the road schedule for the idle rich. Ned assures Lois he can handle the tour from hell. Lois goes over Ned's insane promotion schedule. Lois springs the Outback gig on Friday for the Idle Rich on Brenda and Sunny. Brenda tells Ned about the Outback gig. Ned is fine with it as the queues are too busy with other things to worry about his little gig at the Outback. Lois secures the gig for the Idle Rich. Lois is mildly peeved that Ned is late for the Idle Rich's rehearsal as he is in court with Edward. Ned arrives late and starts rehearsals. He and Lois argue about the songs. And then Brenda and Lois discuss who to invite to see the Idol Rich at the Outback. Lois invites all the Quartermains and Damien to Ned's concert. Port Charles gathers to hear Ned sing at the Outback. After the show, Mac and Ned discuss his performance and failure to win back Lois. The cues rip Ned a little about his concert, but they were impressed. Ned accuses Lois of setting up a very difficult situation for him last night. She tells him that his performance made her feel hollow and empty. He passed with flying colors and he wants credit where credit is due. Lois accuses Ned of trying to change the band's image when he suggests a new acoustic ballad. Ned thinks she is turning up her nose at something good for the band due to her personal feelings for him. Brenda has to referee their argument. Ned sings his new song outside Lois's window and makes his point. She agrees to let him play dopey love songs. Hmm. Lois tells Brenda that she is mad at herself for missing her Eddie. Brenda tries to convince her that Ned is Eddie. Brenda calls Ned with the news that Lois misses him. 
And then Brenda questions Lois about her over-scheduling of Ned. Lois thinks Ned needs to be taught who's boss. Sonny says Lois has got to get even with Ned to be able to get over his lies before it messes up with her mind and LMB. Sonny has Lois and Brenda over for dinner slash business meeting. Sonny wants Lois to take over for Brenda as Ned's Rochester at Ned's Rochester concert. Lois and Ned have to work together for the benefit of LMB. Lois agrees on one condition. Lily and Miguel announce their engagement to the LMB crew. Lois tells Ned that she is covering this leg of the tour for the Idle Rich. The bus leaves at 5 p.m. sharp, so he better be on it. Ned calls Lois, telling her that he had a crisis at ELQ and he will not make the bus at 5. He has a helicopter and plans to use it. Lois is panicking about the Rochester concert. Ned is late because the because it's snowing. And then the pilot finally grounds the chopper. Ned calls Lois with the news that he will not be making it. Ned arrives to apologize again for missing the concert, and Lois tears into him and splits with Brenda for GH. On Christmas, Ned and Edward... No, that's... Yeah? This is where I... Yeah. Okay. On Christmas, Ned tells Edward he is taking a three-month leave from ELQ to save his marriage. Edward gives him six weeks. Edward tells AJ that he wants him to be his right-hand man while Ned's away. Ned proposes... Ned proposes the full-time commitment to Lois. He pleads with her to give him time to fix their marriage. Lois barges in with good news that Ned is taking six weeks off from ELQ. They, Sonny and Brenda, agree it's a good decision for L&B. Later, Lois tells Ned they have a deal. A few days later, Lois arrives at the mansion to give Ned his concert and promotion schedule, and Ned tells Lois he'll show her what he can do over the next six weeks. So then in 1995, we're in January, Ned does a ton of promotion for his show in Schenectady. Schenectady? 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 (laughs) (laughs) I can't say. I think I said it right the first time just because I wasn't thinking about it. Lois gets jealous with all the female attention he receives. Ned performs, and by the end of the day, Lois is exhausted. It is Lois that is exhausted and not Ned after a full day of promotion. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ned's concert tour continues. Lois is jealous after he is mobbed by mobbed after the show by groupies. After another long day, Lois is exhausted and Ned is rearing to go. Brad thinks that Ned, Brenda thinks that Ned got to Lois on the road. She admits that all the feelings are getting stirred up again. Brenda congratulates Ned on his progress. Ned tells Lois that he wants to finance the video for Miguel starring Brenda. Brenda and Stone help Lois at the merchandise table and at Ned's insane concert in Buffalo. Ned is hunted down by crazy groupies. Lois gets Ned back to the hotel amid a flurry of crazed woman, women. Ned reminisces about the night that he met Lois. Ned and Lois return to Port Charles and he is on a tremendous high. Lois pays her mom a visit in Bensonhurst for some advice. She tells her about Ned's sabbatical from ELQ and that he has changed and tries to convince Carmine that he really is trying. Lois sweats Ned's gig at the Outback Outback. She has a bad feeling about tonight. Half of poor Charles arrives to see Ned's gig, and he plays a new ballad. Ned goes back on the road with Lois. She tells him that her punching Catherine was closure to a really rough past year. Ned wants to know if he is in the next chapter, and they reconcile. Lois worries about what happens when the six weeks are up, and he goes back to being solely Ned Ashton, CEO of ELQ. A few weeks later, the quarter remains bigger about Ned's absence. 
Lois and Edward get into a fight at dinner about the music world being a far cry from the real world. She could really give it to Edward. Uh Uh-huh. And then Lois asks Mac if Robin can help out at Ned's concert in Ithaca. Ned tells the L&B gang that he will share his plan regarding his double lives after the gig in Ithaca. Ned performs in Ithaca. Ned tells Lois he has a plan so that they can have it all. And he tells her that he wants to make his double life a way of life. Lois agrees that she can live with it. Basically, it's Monday through Friday in the boardroom and Friday night through Sunday night, he would be Eddie Main. Yep. So Ned tells Edward about his plan to return to make his double life his real life. And then Ned closes a big takeover for ELQ, much to Edward's delight. This is where it started to be really, really sporadic because that was March or no, that was February. I'm sorry. And then in April is when the big takeover happens. Then we don't see him again until July. Okay. And then Edward is peeved as Ned is out of town on Idle Rich Promotions. Don't know why he was mad, just he was. And then August 17th, on a business trip in Boston, Ned meets a groupie named Greta, thanks to Sonny. She drugs him in the hotel bar and offers to help him back to his room. Ned passes out and Greta takes some compromising, sexy photos. When Lois calls Greta, answers the phone. Lois wants to get to Boston stat. Lois arrives at Ned's hotel suite to find the sexual setup. Ned wakes up and Lois promptly punches him out and storms out. Lois tells Brenda about finding Ned in Boston. A confused Ned arrives back at the gatehouse and explains that he does not know what happened. He is convinced it was a setup. Sonny shows Ned the pictures he received. Sonny wants to make a deal with Ned, stop trying to squeeze him out of L&B, and Lois never has to see the photos. Ned tells him no deal. Lois decides it is best not to mention Sonny's setup of Ned to Brenda. Mm. Ned suggests a change of image for Eddie Main, to which Lois is totally against. Ned and his band take Lois out to discuss the future of the Idle Rich. Mac and Ned want to find Sonny's weak link in Sonny's operations. Edward presents a plan for Ned and Lois to live in Tokyo to close the deal for ELQ. Despite Ned's protest, Edward thinks that he is bored and needs a change, and time away is the answer. Lois is not so sure that Ned is not bored. Edward presses Ned on the Tokyo trip. Edward tries to get Lois on his side, but she tells Edward that he is not calling the shots anymore. Ned is. Ned asks Lois what she thinks about kids, and she tells him she is ready to start thinking about kids. Edward arrives at the guest house bellowing about Ned letting ELQ's Tokyo deal go south, and Lois, Lois resents him blaming Ned's devotion to L&B for the deal blowing up. And in December, Edward harps on Lois about Ned splitting his time between ELQ and L&B. Ned and Edward go round and round about his priorities. Lois overhears Ned and Mac talking about how to bring down Sonny. And this is where it got real difficult. And we'll talk more about it when we talk about L&B. Mm-hmm. Lois confronts Ned about holding out on her. And he argues that he has the right to protect his future as Eddie Main. Lois thinks that Sonny will be more apt to listen now that it is, the official investigation has been started. She presses him again about selling his majority interest in L&B. And he is not interested. She kept trying to buy him out. Yeah. Lois hyperventilates when she thinks... What trouble L&B will be in if Sonny is arrested. Ned lays out what would happen if L&B was seized. Lois tells Brenda about the feds hitting pay dirt on Sonny. Apparently, this has happened before. And he's still here. Mm-hmm. See, Carly, you could just give him up. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Brenda hate. Yeah. 
Brenda has the idea that Sonny's possible indictment would interfere with Lois's creative control. Lois goes to Edward for help. Edward begins plotting, and he wants a meeting with Sonny. In New York City, a photographer Lois hired wants Ned to be photographed in the buff. Mm. Lois persuades her otherwise. Edward buys out Sonny and offers to buy out Lois as well. Ned gets ELQ's Tokyo deal back on track, apparently without having to move there. So, yay. Ned wants to make a deal with Edward for LNV. Ned accuses Edward of being jealous of Lois. He has a life partner, and it is not Edward. To combat Edward's overtaking of LNV, Ned meets with his lawyers about nullifying Brenda's sale of her stock and Eddie Main's contract. They tell Ned there's nothing they can do about it. He has been bested. Edward shows Ned the peace offering he wants to give Lois, a red sports car. Ned tells Edward that Lois will not accept the bribery. Boom. Yeah, that's Lois. Mm-hmm. So our book doesn't go all the way through to 96. So um, the only thing that it says in 95 that yours didn't was that Brenda's best friend Lois is concerned. Lois wanted the whole world to be in love ever since she found it in her heart to trust her Nedley. She'd promised herself she'd get used to calling him Ned. He'd moved in with her at the gatehouse and they were planning a church wedding. Oh, Yeah, yours does not mention. I think I intended. Well, that's because it wedding. wasn't Eddie. True. It wasn't Eddie True. related. That's when I started to pull apart Ned. If it wasn't impacting Eddie Main, I didn't really talk about Ned and Lois's relationship. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Because, okay. yes, that was very difficult. But then there's something else that I did leave in because it impacts Eddie Main. So then in January of 96, Ned wants to call Edward's bluff when it comes to L&B. He tells Lois that they should book the Idle Rich to the Outback and forget about the consequences. They do not think Edward wants a public brawl. Ned tells Brenda about his plan for the Idle Rich concert to push Edward's buttons. Edward learns about the gig. Lois wakes up after she has a bad dream. And just as about he is ready to take the stage, Ned gets served with a restraining order, barring him from playing. Because remember, anytime Ned is on stage, he is Eddie Main. He does not perform as Ned Ashton. Right. At least at this time. Ned takes the stage regardless. Ned is then arrested and taken to the PCPD where justice represents oh. him. I know. Ned rails on Edward to the press and Edward arrives and puts Lois and Ned on notice. And then she calls her mom for advice, and Gloria suggests Lois make a trade with Edward. Lois asks Mac to help beat Edward at his own game. Mm-mm-mm. And then in February, Ned talks with Jason about taking it easy on the Quartermains and invites him to his gig at Luke's. The Idle Rich play the gig at Luke's Club. Mm-hmm. I love Luke's. And then in March, Lila has a fantasy of Edward as a rock star in leather pants. And then Ned thinks that his Eddie Main performance at the Ward House benefit is just the thing to win Lois back. Lois tells Brenda that she has booked the band All for One for the benefit instead of the Idle Rich. All for One plays the benefit. Despite Lois kicking him off the bill, Ned sings anyway. All for One! Oh my gosh! I swear! (laughs) I slow dance to that song at those middle school dances, three feet apart with... Arms up on the shoulders, just swaying back and forth. Yep. Aww. (laughs) So then in April, Ned's mind can't concentrate on business. Edward pushes him to talk with Lois. Edward complains about Ned neglecting ELQ. They talk about Lois. Brenda and Lois talk about her possible pregnancy. Lois is still very torn. 
Ned finds out about Lois's pregnancy from Amy, and he asks Lois about the baby. And that was Amy whining. Mm-hmm. Lois and Ned discuss the future. Lois tells him she doesn't want to raise a child with Quartermain values. Ned apologizes and complains about Lois putting him between a rock and a hard place. Lois tells him that she needs time away. Ned heads to Brooklyn. Gloria is not thrilled to see Ned. They are both surprised that Lois has still not informed her mother of her pregnancy. Ned arrives back at Lois's parents' house, wanting to speak with her. Ned and Carmine have a talk about compromise. Ned agrees, Ned agrees to give Lois some space, but he is not giving up on them. Lois moves back to the gatehouse. She asks Ned what the Quartermain said about the baby and learns that he's not told them yet. He wants to keep their baby safe from his family for now. Ned and Lois tell the Quartermains about the baby and the family takes over. Something that has not changed very much. No. So then in June, Lois gets a case of Q family overload and she thinks that she and Ned should move to Bensonhurst. Remember when he tried to do that and she was like, no. So then... This is what he was trying to prevent. Uh, Ned tells Edward that he is going to cancel the Idol Rich tour that Lois planned, but Edward insists that he goes. Okay. Right? Ned is suspicious of Edward pushing him out the door. Ned tells Lois that he is canceling. Lois and Ned talk about his tour and trying to sign Dara. Mm-hmm. Lois goes to work on Dara again. And at some point, Lila shared her support of Ned being Eddie. She said that it put a sparkle in his eye and brought Lois to them. Yes. So then Lois tells Ned Lois tells Ned about booking the Idol Rich to play in Boston. Ned can't shake the feeling that Edward is up to something. He always was. Edward wants Justice to look into a deal that Ned closed in Singapore for ELQ. Edward takes delight in Justice fixing the problem that Ned overlooked. Lila is angry at Edward for pitting grandson against grandson. Ned cancels his gig out of town. So this is where Edward was like, no, 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 go, go, go. We'll mm-hmm. be fine. Like, no, we're not, and we're going to blame it on you when you're not here, even though I am knowingly doing things to mess up things. But he knows he can fix them. Right. Ned tells Edward his tour is canceled. Lois and Brenda announce that Ellen B. is suing Eddie Maine for breach of contract. Ned and Lois talk about her lawsuit. Ned is ready to pay her off, but Lois does not want his hush money. Ned thinks of a way to outsmart Edward. Ned makes a deal with Jason, and now this is... Jason Morgan, Mm -hmm. but Ned was one of the only people that was nice to Jason and supportive of him reinventing himself. He wants Jason to take control of his ELQ shares in trust and vote with him at the board meeting. Lois and Ned discuss their plan. Edward proposes a new CEO for ELQ. He wants Ned out and justice in. Jason arrives accompanied by Sonny. Jason tells Ned that he sold his stock to Sonny. Mm-hmm. An angry Ned accuses him of taking advantage of Jason. The board is deadlocked. Edward blames Ned for opening the door to Sonny. Jack sides with Edward, and Ned is ousted from ELQ. Lois and Justice talk about the pros and cons of the cues. Lois wants to make sure J- Justice hangs on to his soul. Edward's, uh, Edward offers Sonny to buy out his stock, and then Ned assures Lois that there is a happy... Lois is about to be happy from being free from ELQ. Tracy then shows up to the gatehouse, determined to get Ned back into ELQ. Can always count on Tracy. Right. And then in August, Tracy, Lois, and Ned have a family dinner at the Outback. Lois makes an effort to get along with Tracy. She tries to make conversation with Tracy about Eddie Main, but Tracy just wants to discuss ELQ. Later in the week, Tracy sees Ned perform for the first time as Eddie Main. 
Ned and Lois announce they are going on summer tour. Ned and Lois say goodbye to Robin, Jason, and Sonny. On August 22nd, Lois and Ned in Los Angeles on tour. Ned scores an extended gig there. They contemplate staying. They head back to Port Charles and decide to wait to tell the Quartermains they are moving. Tracy is ticked. Ned and Edward discuss a possible takeover attempt by Jax. Edward wants Ned to try to determine if Jax is really up to something. Tracy tells Jax that with Ned leaving, ELQ will be right for the takeover, and Ned arrives to see Jax. And then in September, Lois and Ned plan dinner with Jax and Brenda. Lois tells Ned how difficult it is to keep the secret from Brenda about Jax and Tracy being in cahoots. Tracy gives Ned and Lois a baby gift, which does not sit well with Lois. Brenda and Jax arrive, and Ned tosses Tracy out. They all go to Robin's party together, and Ned is called away to New York City on ELQ business. Ned calls Lois with the news that he is coming home from New York City today. Gloria arrives at the gatehouse to help Lois pack. Lois tells Gloria about Jax and Tracy's takeover attempt. When Ned arrives home, he denies when Lois thinks he really doesn't want to move. Lois and Gloria talk. Lois is worried that the Quartermains will self-destruct if they lose ELQ. Lois tells Ned they should stay till he bests his mother and secures ELQ. They can go to LA after they defeat Jax and Tracy. Tracy is involved in a hit and run. Whew, Tracy, all over the place. Lois gets Tracy's confession of the cover-up of her past hit and run on tape. Things get heated and Lois gets, gets a cramp in her stomach. Gloria rushes her to GH. Lois is upset at herself for getting so upset at Tracy. And Brenda arrives at GH to be with Lois. Edward wants Ned in New York City ASAP. He admits his he miscalculated and offers Ned a three-year contract back as CEO of ELQ. Ned turns him down and gets word about Lois at GH. It's false contractions and she is released. Ned tells her about the contract and she admits she did say to do what it takes to protect ELQ, but she now has regrets. For the sake of the baby, Lois wants to go back to Brooklyn. Lois tells Ned she is leaving tonight. Lois tells Brenda that she's leaving. Ned and Lois say goodbye. Lois comes back in February to introduce Ned to Brooklyn. Why was he not there? She didn't want him to be there, remember? I know, but I still I know, feel like I know, he I agree, been in but he even if she wouldn't let him in the room. He did keep trying to talk to her. I am almost positive. Yes, yes, he didn't just like I didn't whatever. get to watch all this, but yes, he did he did try to keep in contact. She didn't want anything to do with him, but I feel like Ned would still go yes. to be there. So anyway, Lois comes back in February to introduce Ned to Brooklyn. When she's ready for a nap, Lois tells him to count to 10 and she is asleep by 7. Ned is surprised and asks if she does that every time. Lois says she does. She's just like her mom. Ned whispers sweet things to his child and Lois tells him that he doesn't have to whisper. She plays Eddie Main records for Brooklyn all the time, even though he's sort of retired right now. And that's the thing, like all that ELQ stuff actually did impact why right. he stopped being Eddie Main. So that's why that's in there. Yes. There was so much yes. more though. That's the brief. But so yeah, that's pretty much when he stopped being Eddie Main. And until the early 2000s, mm-hmm. after the whole Jax, Chloe, next Ned, Alexis swapping marriages thing, mm-hmm. he decided to restart his music career as Eddie Main in order to save LMB from bankruptcy. Again, we are going to talk about LMB another time. Right. One night while on tour in Detroit, Ned returned to his hotel room with an interviewer and a camera crew doing a story on, 
a day in the life of Eddie Maine, all was going well until Ned opened the door to find Alexis on the bed waiting for him wearing nothing but a black teddy, holding a rose in her teeth. Affectionately nicknamed Eddie's angel, Alexis could do nothing to escape the press, <laughs> fan letters, internet sites, and emails. Attempting to end the fiasco, Ned proposes to Alexis, thinking that if they were married, the press would leave them alone. Unfortunately, he was proven wrong when their private wedding in Belize was discovered. And so the press came to the mansion, the Quartermain mansion, and they asked her if she was actually planning on wearing clothes. And this was in response <laughs> to their engagement. What color would be the teddy? Oh, my. If she would have a rose in her teeth. If they were going to stream it over the net. Oh, my Because gosh. that's what we called it back in the 90s. And Edward was like... Well, Ned said, oh, yeah, we've been thinking about that. And Edward chimes in, the Quartermains are always on top of the latest technology, like it's a sales pitch. <laughs> they asked if the Quartermains were ready for Eddie's angels, asked if she would be sleeping around like the rest of the Quartermains, how she felt about being wife number six, and how Monica felt about the fact that she had an affair with Ned. And then Monica was... Alan was, they started saying something about Monica and Alan said, my wife has nothing to say. My wife has nothing to say. And then they said that. And she's like, get out. Yes. So then Ned decided that the best way to get rid of the press was to give them exactly what they wanted, a publicized wedding. After reluctantly agreeing, Alexis and wedding planner Elton arranged a big public wedding complete with the press. After many obstacles, they finally made it to the wedding day as Nicholas escorted her down the aisle Alexis began to have a nightmare about becoming a Quartermain wife and fled. And then it was like two years or so later when he was pretending to be Christina's father. But then remember, he got custody of Christina mm -hmm. and Alexis dressed like Dobson, which is a whole oh other story God. we have to do. So Just good. so that she could be near her daughter in the Quartermain mansion. So she started working with Stefan, her brother, to get custody of Christina. And step one of the plan was to have a woman move forward and claim that Ned, Eddie Main, had sexually assaulted her back in the Eddie Main days. Alexis soon had doubts regarding the plan. The woman eventually confessed to making a false report. However, she fingered Alexis as the only one behind the plan. Mm. So Ned sued Alexis for defamation of character and sought sole custody of Christina. Yep. And then it has been many, that was like really the last time he was trying to have a career as Eddie Maine. Right. It's been many, year, many years since Ned Ashton has performed as Eddie Maine in any serious capacity, though he and his portrayer, Wally Kurth, still occasionally bring the alter ego to life on the annual General Hospital Nurses Ball, with the exception of obviously the current storyline. So in 1995... Eddie Main first appeared with his band, The Idol Rich, when they performed Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and again in 2000 when they did the song Simply Irresistible. Ned also performed as himself in 97, 98, and 99. General Hospital retired the nurse's ball from 2002 to 12, but it eventually returned in full force in 2013. Eddie Main returned to perform Meatloaf's You Took the Words Right Out of My Mouth in 2014, Queen's Crazy Little Thing Called Love in 15, Ned and his wife, Olivia Quartermain, Performed dance numbers together each year from 2017 to 20. They, he also sang, and this doesn't mention when he did Don't Go Breaking My Heart with Emma. Mm -hmm. And Wally Kurth has also... This is so sweet. So with the narrative of General Hospital, the Nurses Ball is a charity to raise funds for awareness for HIV AIDS research. At the same time, the cast and crew of the show used the opportunity to raise money in the real world as well. 
Wally Kurth was thrilled to utilize his alter ego, Eddie Main, to raise funds for the Ryan White Foundation, which provides support for those living with HIV. In an interview with Lifestyle Magazine, Kurth said, as part of Eddie Main, as part of Eddie Main and the Idol Rich, the band that I play with, we played about 40 times, we wrote songs for the show, and we used to go out on tour, and we raised money for pediatric AIDS all around the country. We raised about a quarter of a million dollars. Though Kurth no longer tours as Eddie Main, his real-life band continues to raise money on behalf of Kurth and Taylor Foundation, which helps various children's hospitals and direct service programs. It's so awesome. I know. I mean, he, yeah. Though Eddie Main persona came about as part of a character storyline on daytime television in the 90s, General Hospital and Kurth managed to turn music into a way to help real people in need and create decades-long tradition with the iconic performances that fans can look back on for years to come. So sweet. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, okay. I'm crying. Well, I'm not crying. I'm teared. But this is why we're mad that Eddie's me right now. Right. Because that's not him. No. It was so much fun revisiting this. Yes. And we kind of get to revisit more when we do L&B. Right. So it was so good. It was so good. So I guess join us on Monday as we recap this week's show, see if Eddie has done anything new. Hopefully he's being nicer. I know. That's what's happening this week, I would like. Anyway, have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. 